This is Beach Weekly. Hello and welcome to Season 10, Episode 3 of Beach Weekly, a podcast created and produced by Long Beach State's student-run newspaper, The Daily 49er. My name is Caitlin Rowell. And I'm Isabel Salaji. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that week three, week four, honestly, who knows? But whatever week it is, we hope that this part of the semester is going well for you and that your on-campus experience is made that much better now that the Nugget is serving Starbucks. We have a lot to go over per usual, but before we get into everything, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Southland Credit Union is offering a $200 bonus when you open a free Long Beach State checking account at their new campus branch in the University Student Union Plaza. This offer is only available during the spring 2023 semester. Visit beachcu.com for more information. The United States has been reeling from the death of Tyree Nichols, an unarmed black man who died after being pulled over by police in Memphis, Tennessee, and severely beaten by five officers. When body camera footage of the incident was released in late January, it sparked nationwide protests and calls for police reform. Last week at Long Beach State, the Organization of Historically Oppressed Students staged a march across campus protesting the killing of Nichols, with more than 100 students in attendance. To read more about the student march, please read the article written by news assistant Vincent Medina on the daily49er.com website. The city of Long Beach announced a new program that would help boost small businesses and prevent homelessness. The city will invest half a million dollars into small businesses, and in return, officials say the small business owners will look to create work for people experiencing homelessness. Long Beach Mayor Rex Richardson said the program is not a loan, but rather an investment into small businesses and our local economy. If you live in California and you pay utility bills, you know how expensive the bills have been this past winter. The unusually high cost of natural gas this winter is due to lower than normal temperatures, natural gas shortages, and pipeline problems across the western U.S. The state of California is looking to give residents a credit on their natural gas bills, and now the city of Long Beach is looking into that problem. The Long Beach City Council held an emergency meeting last Wednesday to consider authorizing the city manager to work with Long Beach Public Utilities Department to, quote, implement a natural gas price spike relief program for the city's residential gas customers most in need of payment assistance. The council asked the utilities department for $1.5 million to create the fund, backed by the city's utility users tax. The utilities commission is considering the request, but said they wanted to move quickly to establish the fund and help residents. It's officially Black History Month, and Long Beach State is hosting an array of events and celebrations on campus all month long. On Wednesday, February 8th, the Black History Month kickoff will be hosted by the Black Resource Center and ASI Beach Pride events at the University Student Union from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. At the kickoff, you can learn about Black student organizations, connect with the Black community on campus, and engage in Black history. And now on to some major national news. So last Thursday, the Pentagon and U.S. defense officials stated that they found and are tracking a suspected Chinese high-altitude surveillance balloon floating across the continental United States, specifically over Montana. If you're thinking to yourself, what kind of spy kids nonsense is this? You're not alone. For one, why Chinese spies would use a balloon and not a satellite to gather information is unclear. While Chinese spy balloons which I'm sorry, that phrase alone just sounds kind of crazy. (laughs) But while such balloons have been detected before and their use is not altogether unheard of, this one was different. This balloon appeared to be lingering over areas for longer periods of time and was so obvious that citizens on the ground could actually see it in the sky. What exactly the balloon was trying to gather information on is also unclear, although officials say that it was crossing over several sensitive sites, including the U.S.'s intercontinental ballistic missile silos and strategic bomber bases. 
The best guess that the Pentagon has is that the balloon was trying to collect information on U.S. communication systems and radars, according to CNN. The Pentagon and White House opted not to shoot down the balloon for fear that the shrapnel and debris could harm people and property on the ground. However, officials said that they have been tracking the balloon as soon as it entered U.S. airspace and that they took measures to ensure that it could not collect sensitive information. As of last Friday, China took responsibility for the balloon and said it was, quote, looking into the matter. In response, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken postponed his upcoming diplomatic trip to Beijing. Needless to say, this Mission Impossible hot air balloon ride is not exactly great for U.S.-China relations, which were already very strained before this. President Joe Biden informed Congress last Monday that he will end the national emergencies for COVID-19 on May 11th. This decision will end the national emergency and public health emergencies declarations that have been in place since the start of the pandemic in early 2020. Biden's decision follows the end of similar emergency orders pertaining to the pandemic in recent weeks and months, and also defies House Republicans' attempt to immediately end the emergency order. By prolonging the end of the declaration, the Biden administration hopes to give the healthcare system sufficient time to adjust and prepare for the end of the federal government's direct involvement and oversight in management of the pandemic. In other House Republican news, they officially voted to remove Democrat Ilhan Omar off of the House Foreign Affairs Committee last week. Republicans cited the reason for the vote as being remarks Omar made back in 2019 that were widely considered anti-Semitic. Now, you may be asking, why would the majority party in the U.S. House take the time to do this three years after Omar made the remarks when there are seemingly more pressing issues to focus on? Well, it turns out that even some House Republicans are asking this same question. Two House Republicans, Ken Buck and Mike Simpson, thought that the decision was the, quote, stupidest vote in the world, unquote, and that it would only make Republicans look bad while it would make Omar look like a martyr. L.A. Mayor Karen Bass got a major legislative win after receiving $60 million from the Department of Housing and Urban Development to fund efforts to end the homelessness crisis throughout L.A. County. The funds will be used for outreach to people experiencing homelessness, pay for motel rooms and immediate shelter, as well as create long-term and permanent housing solutions. Bass also acknowledged that mental health services and job training are integral aspects of combating the homelessness crisis and will be prioritized in the funding. The $60 million check comes after the LA City Council voted to allot $50 million of its own budget to also combat the homelessness crisis, which Bass outlined as her primary objective as mayor. All right, to wrap up today's episode, let's take a look at a few of the big headlines from around the country. Kylie Jenner is facing widespread criticism for allegedly throwing her two children an Astro World themed party. For those who may not remember, 10 people died in the Astro World Music Festival tragedy when Jenner's former partner, Travis Scott, was performing. So, yeah, if you didn't know, it's probably not the best idea to throw a party when the theme is an event where many people died. The College Board, which oversees advanced placement exams in the U.S., released the official curriculum for a new course on African American studies. The new course has been the target of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who has been loudly decrying the course for supposedly pushing, quote, woke indoctrination. And yes, we have reached the point where U.S. governors call accurate history courses, quote, woke indoctrination. Former South Carolina Governor and United Nations Secretary Nikki Haley is expected to announce her official bid for U.S. president on February 15th. Haley will be joining the race alongside former President Donald Trump, whose administration she served in as U.N. secretary. So, yikes. To wrap up with some happy news, a poodle has been returned to its family after being stolen while inside its owner's car. 
Long Beach police officers responded to the stolen car report, and after investigating and recovering the missing car, they were able to track the poodle to the suspect's house. And at the house, they found the poodle. It was returned to its family and hopefully is doing all right. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for Season 10, Episode 3 of Beach Weekly. Thank you to our editor, Andy Nguyen, and our producer, Leila Nunez. As always, if you want to read up on some of the stories we covered today and much, much more, check out our website, daily49er.com. And to make sure you're up to date on everything that happens on the Long Beach State campus, because there is a lot happening all the time, be sure to give us a follow on our socials at Daily49er. And be sure to check out the objectively fantastic podcast that we produce, including Son of a Beach, for all things pop culture and our newest series, Teed Up, covering all things sports. All right, that's all for us on this episode of Beach Weekly. We'll meet you back here next Monday.